Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of April 19th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? And we have a very, very special guest, our writer Renford. Thanks for having me on the show. Hello, hello. Hello. We're very excited to have you. Yay! Yeah. Welcome aboard. Nice to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So, who are you? Where are you living? Where are you living? I am Rentford. Uh, you may、um, have seen my name before. I、uh, occasionally write articles for Ongaku to you. And、uh, currently, I am living in Japan, in Matsusaka City, in Mie Prefecture. And、um, I just came here. I want to say a month ago to teach English. And so,、um, yeah, here I am.、Uh, my favorite artists include、uh, Shina Ringo. Lately, I've been listening to a lot, a lot of Kirinji. And I also historically like a lot of、uh, Koltar of the Deepers. And I've also been listening to、uh, Shibata Satoko. Her new album is great. Oh, baby.、Uh, and let me see. So, for my, my favorite genres include. Math rock, so I listen to a lot of、uh, Toriko and、um, a, a lot of other more indie artists、uh, in Japan and also、uh, in the West. And, but I also just I listen to everything. So I, if, if, you, if you were to look at my last FM play statistics, you'd probably just see a lot of stuff. I listen to you know, RB, you know, regular rock, like hip hop. So Uh, I, I tend to focus more on the indie side of things, though, for my articles. And、um, yeah, so hopefully、um, people have enjoyed some of the articles that I've written. <laughs> I have certainly. <laughs> I have as well.、Oh, yeah, I've read a few、you. of them. They're really good. The, so yeah, so, so I have a question.、Um, yes. what, is, what is considered to be math rock compared to like, alternative?、Uh, so, math rock in particular.、Um, Tends to be, it, it, it tends to have a lot of different time signatures. So, your typical you know, pop or rock music would be in, for those of you who know music theory, you know, in like 4 4 or 3 4, which are you know, time signatures that are like 1 2 3 4, 1 2 3 4, or you know, 1 2 3, 1 2 3. You know, those are very common time signatures, you know, very even.、Uh, and... That's what most popular music tends to be written in. But math rock very much tends to、uh, deviate from that. You know, math rock will all have moments that are in 3 4 or 4 4, but you also have like 5 4 or, you know,、um, they, they do a lot of time signature and tempo changes、uh, throughout every song. And so that tends to be the defining characteristic for math rock. I see, I Basically, see. To, to, to put it in layman terms, math rock tends to be pretty、um, scatterbrained. Not, not in a bad way, but like the, you know, if you listen to a math rock song, it'll be really fast and then really slow and it might seem really abrupt at times, but it, it, the time, the tempo kind of jumps all over the place. And、uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty defining characteristic of what makes math rock. Well, I mean, you, but you can also shift and adjust tempo without necessarily adjusting time signature. Oh, yeah, for there, sure. There's for a sure. little difference. Yes, yes, yes. Because and, I was talking to a friend of mine because he, he is a. He, 
I have some friends that are they they were in a metal band. They had to disband. Mm-hmm. But I I asked him because I I was I was asking him. I was like, why would you write a song in let's say a seven eight time signature mm-hmm. over a a four four or a three four? And he told me like like the 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 bigger the bigger difference is anytime like you're in like a four four you're t- tend to be dealing with a, a much slower song so I, like a ballad or something would probably be written in four four because it's because you're only counting four beats in a measure mm, instead of right. eight so that that was what he told me because I was curious I was like why you know why would you pick one time signature over the other and there's several. I know, like um, four four is a popular, especially if you're in elementary band. That's mostly what what mostly what you play in. Right. And then in high school, I remember we mostly did seven eight time signatures. Ah, I see. I see. But I, but I know I've seen thirty second time signatures. Yeah. Sixteen gets... <laughs> time signatures. Like it gets crazy. It gets crazy. Jeez, like, you're counting a lot of beats in a measure. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So aesthetically, like uh, I, I'm in a band too back at home, and so. We do a lot of experimental music, and um, a lot of our music tends to not be in three, four, or four, four. We we do play a lot of songs uh, that are in three, four, and four, four. But since we're an um, we're an improv band, and so uh, whatever comes out oh, okay. comes out. And so sometimes yeah, we've had yeah, some yeah. like seven, uh, four, like seven eights, we, we eleven. I don't know. We've had some crazy things just because you know that's just yeah. what happens. <laughs> that's the nature. Of, that's the nature of improv. Because yeah, yeah. I, I was in jazz band in high school, and we had to do a lot of improv. Oh, okay. That that just I remember from like personal experience. It's just like that goes on for as long as it needs to go on, and like sometimes like when you're improvising, like you have a thought or an idea you're trying to convey through the music, mm-hmm. it doesn't fit in a time signature. So no, you, you, no. So it's it's kind of up to the director to, or I guess a band you guys don't have a director if you're just playing in your garage, but uh, it's kind of just up to everybody to just make certain like they're on the same page or whatnot when the whenever the improvisation ends. It's tricky stuff, and and my hats off to people who are really good at improv music because. It sounds super easy, but it takes real talent to make that sound good and not a train wreck. Yeah, it's really, really like difficult. real talent. It's like like it's difficult. But yeah, let's see. Um, I also like shoegaze music too recently, so I've been listening to a lot of um, Luby Sparks. Um, I guess that's all that comes to mind right now. Oh, I've been listening to um, uh, a band, one of my friends' bands actually. I I wrote an article about them. Smoke bees, so you might you might see another one coming along pretty soon. But they <laughs> recently came out with their debut album. It's um it includes shoegaze and a lot of other um, genres, but it's it's very good. So yeah, keep keep your eyes peeled for that. So yeah, let from there let's move on more so on what we've been listening to. Let's get more into depth with what you've been listening to, Renford. So why don't you kick us off this time around? Yeah, so like I said recently, um I've been diving more into the Keating discography. Um, they're a band that I just recently found out about last year, and ever since I found out about them, I haven't been able to stop listening to them. So mm. I, um, yeah, have had the fortune of being able to enjoy their discography on Spotify. So 
album. Because we uh, until then, I was only able to listen to like their greatest one of their uh, compilation albums. Ah, and they're so good. They're just such masterful um, pop songwriters, right? Like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. in terms of lyrics, in terms of just the emotion that they capture uh, in a song. I don't know. I in in my opinion, right now to me, they're just unparalleled, and or they just really suit everything that I enjoy about music. So I've just been listening to a lot of them. The albums I really like in particular right now are Three and uh, and Fine. So I think if we have listeners that are, you know, are very extensive in their knowledge of Japanese music, they might you know, these aren't new releases by the way. Right, Three came out in two thousand. Fine came out in two thousand and one, so I'm sure we have listeners that you know are very familiar with these releases. But yeah, I I love it. So, what do you think is your favorite song by them? Uh, you know, their most popular song、uh, by far is Aliens, and、mm. that's so. A quick story of how I found out about Kiringi was um I'm also a really big fan of Awesome City Club. If you're not not familiar with Awesome City Club, I guess they're kind of like a city pop, kind of like a pop、um, rock kind of band,、um, and they came out with a release Torso last、mm. spring. I want to say around this time, and on that release they included a cover of Aliens, and that to me was the most emotionally impacting song on that on that release. And I didn't know if it was in, an original song or not, so you know it 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 said aliens like live studio version or something like that. So I you know the assumption was oh there must be like another version of it right. So I just I just typed in aliens, and lo and behold I found out that it was a cover of the you know very popular Kirinji song that came out in around the year two thousand. And so usually when you hear a cover right. Um, and that's like the first time you're hearing that song. That might be your favorite version of it, right? But、mm. yeah, when I heard the Kiringi, the original version of it, I loved that one just as much, if not slightly more. So yeah, so I through that, I just went into a deep dive, and yeah, that's how it all got started. And that's probably still my favorite song. Yeah, because I found out about them through Moteki, to be perfectly honest. Ah, right, right, right. Cause I I knew of them, but a lot of their songs is I I already knew from the mixes and the artist that does Moteki. She really likes a lot of older older rock and really kind of older songs, and Kirinji、mm-hmm. was one of them. I think she they were featured on two of two of their. Initial chapters. I think one of them was the Wadui Sekatsu. Ah, right. I believe so. And then the other one was used for the popular mix, and that was off their first album, back in '98 or something.、Like、ah, right, right. From I think that was from Paper Drivers Music. I forget the exact、yeah. name of the song, but yeah, I I remember hearing uh those songs as well because I also really liked Moteki, but I actually didn't put two and two together. Um, I listened to the soundtracks for Moteki, but I didn't really remember a lot of the names of the artists.、Mm. So. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how, you know, I guess how far back that goes. And also, <laughs>、uh, I am a big fan of their more recent work too.、Um, they came out with an album last year.
called I will Arudake Subete. And、mm. that is, you know, very different from their earlier releases, but is also、yeah. very, very, very good. And I know you enjoy that as well, Ken, right? Yeah. It, it was used for their 20th anniversary, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. And they actually、uh, also released a, a new compilation for their 20th anniversary. Mm. Yeah, which I, I just love. And he's a composer of one of my favorite Idol Master songs. <laughs> a lemonade? A lemonade? Give me, give me that lemonade. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if anyone listening knows Lemonade. But yeah, if you、uh. didn't know, that's <laughs> actually a song written by、um, Takaki Horigome, which is, you know, I guess,、uh, short, long story short, Kirinji was formed by two brothers, the Horigome brothers. And、um, one of them left, but the older brother is the one who's still in the band, and he's the one that's kind of accredited with more of the songwriting. And、uh, yeah, he's a great songwriter, and he wrote Lemonade. So if you are an Idolmaster fan and you like Lemonade, and you didn't realize that it's a song written by him, maybe you should check out Kirinji. I think you'll like Jikanga Nai. Jikanga Nai was a really good song, too. Yes, That's why yes. That hints towards that. But yeah, what have you guys been listening to? Sorry, it's been all about yeah, yeah. Renfer for a bit. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, in- I'm very interested to hear what everyone else is listening to as well. Luna, why don't you go? So, I actually went a little indie this week in the car because I needed some chill music. I was listening to Inks by Path Album. Oh. Which is just so. I love the jazz RB fusion, and it was very mellow, and it fit with the weather we were getting to because we were having really crappy weather. So it kind of fit with it, and I loved it. I also was listening to Cicada. Did I say it right? Cicada or Cicada? Cicada. 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 I think it's Cicada. Cicada.、Uh. So I was listening to their last mini album that came out in November with Fuda Timmel. Mm. And I love that mini album. It's amazing. It's. I want to buy the rest of their stuff now. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate what happened after the fact, but. I know. I'm so disappointed. And I keep joking whenever I get into a group, they break up. Oh, wait, they <laughs> broke up? I didn't yeah, they had、this. their. They had their farewell last live tour this, like, I want to say the last couple months. We were invited to it as a podcast, but since we're not based in Japan, we weren't able to go. They offered us free tickets, too. Oh, wow. I didn't realize they broke up. Well, that's unfortunate. I know. Every group I like breaks up, so I、oh, make、no. this joke because Four Minute broke up when I got really into them. Sistar broke up when I got really into them. <laughs> 21 broke up. So, I joke, I find a group or a band I like and they break up. Stay away from LOL, please. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I own their LML album. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> so, I, I, but that mini album they released in November is amazing. And just the beat and everything is great. The music, her vocals, it, it's fantastic. And I want to. By the rest of them now, which I still probably will. So, and then I was, I started listening to Kodokumi's Driving Hits 9. And it's, it's fun. It's not my favorite Driving Hits album, but I needed something kind of upbeat to go on in the car with today. So, and you can't go wrong with Driving Hits. Oh, yeah, you can't. You really can't. So, th- this one's three discs. 
I'm still in disc one. <laughs> it's worth the money. 30 bucks for three discs. Hell yeah. That is a good price. Oh, yeah. I Unless you buy the fan club edition, which I still want to rebuy it and get that fan club stuff. And then I was listening to Chan Mina again. That's what I listened to for the past two weeks. I'm sure everyone hates me. Who's <laughs> rode with me in the car. It's just Chan Mina every single time. And I can't say the song that everyone's probably sick of. I can't play it at work out, out loud because of the language. Oh, so I now have my I know. Headphones <laughs> oh. Now I know. <laughs> now I remember. I have an idea. <laughs> well... Yeah, and there's a lot of songs in their first album. Like, oh, I can listen to some music. Oh, I can't play this out loud. Okay, I better put my headphones in. Wait. <laughs> so mainly, mainly those four. That's it. Yeah, what that great? What have you been listening to for the last week? Well, uh, I started listening to uh, some Daichi Miura again, thanks to a little article we got to write this week, or was it last week? That was last week. Last week? Yeah. Last week. Well, well, it carried over. So I was listening to a little bit of Daichi Miura uh, this week, and I was listening to a little bit of Little Glee Monster, too. Just kind of wanting the new album that they're coming out with. So I don't know. I'm, I still might get that. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence a little bit. And uh, other than that, I've mostly been preparing for the big update that happened Wednesday on Super Smash Brothers. Ah. For... for People who do not know, uh, they added Joker to Super Smash Brothers, the main protagonist in Persona Five. So I've been Damn. listening to a lot was, of Persona I thought, music. This I thought week. it was the the character from the hit hit movie Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, wait. Academy well, Award winning movie. Well, well I mean, Joaquin oh, Phoenix has that. has Joker coming out <laughs> as well. So there's Joker. But no, I'm talking about the Persona Joker. But no Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, so. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, you can but, just make the the me fighter, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, if if you have a chance to to check him out, I recommend it. I really really love him, and the Memento stage is really really cool. Yeah, that's a nice. Especially touch. if you're listening to the Persona Four, Persona Three music, and the Persona Five music that they the tracks that they pick from Persona Five are really good too. I think my only gripe is I don't like the remix that they did of Aria of Sorrow. I'm not a huge fan of that one, but other than that, I, li- I actually like all the tracks. I'm mad that they didn't include the song, Mementos. <laughs> it's called Mementos, but they didn't include the uh, song called Mementos. It does. Uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, they can add them, add that song in or in a, in a future update or something, right? Then again, yeah, you know, it's, it's that, possible. that's one of the songs that my mother probably just does not like because when I was grinding in that game, I would just listen to it for 30 minutes at a time. And the track is a fairly repeating tempo track. So it's kind of like, you know, Duels the Fate. where It has, just a, <laughs> it, it has that level of annoyance. <laughs> it's an inside joke between... Yeah, yeah, it's an inside joke between me and Renford there, but it, it has this repeating tempo, and my mother just was like, can you just change the song for God's sakes? No! That's not how this works. Yeah, Eight but... Bit dual, dual the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, um, I've been listening to a lot of things, though, uh, like usual. I've gotten Ghost Like Girlfriend's latest mini-album, 
well, I think it was Wilderness or Wildness. I think it was that's what it's called. I got it through Apple Music, but it I've been really liking it. It has a couple of the songs that I really like, but I really liked his second mini album more so. I did pick up uh Yes We Are Again by J Soul Brothers. We'll get to that in a moment because of the other song that was that the music video that dropped for the news. We'll talk about it just awesome. a little bit. No awesomeness awesomeness all that lovely stuff there <laughs> but yeah besides that i've been listening to that i've been listening to nakataki ayumi again because i was in the whole wrestling mood mm. and uh that's the current opening for the fish suzuki minoru yeah some big wrestling events happened recently huh yeah so the last two weeks but then also I got uh, Cider Girls' is, uh, two mini- two EPs, I guess, uh, one and two. And I've been really enjoying that. And I've been listening to Second Action once again just to give hype for their new album that's dropping pretty soon. I'm, I'm quite sad that they did delay it, but it wasn't too much of a delay. But yeah, besides that, let's move on to the news here. And if you guys don't know, we go by our release schedules. So let's pull that up for the first part here. And I believe the first one is mine. And first is Angel Rev. It just announced that they will be having a couple of releases for the summer single. After the very successful single, Itoshi Love, the very popular five-minute idol band, Angel Rev announced that they will be having a brand new single on July 3rd, seasonally titled Sama Star Love. It'll have two tracks and come with two different editions. A standard edition called Luna and Soleil, I believe that's what it's called, and a limited edition. Both editions will come with different B-side tracks because that's how the idol industry gets you. And pretty much the limited edition will come with the blu-ray copy of the music video along with the dance version of sama star love they also announced that they will be having a fifth anniversary live called angel simply called angel rev fifth anniversary live to be with you on may 18th in the lovely shibuya stream hall so if you guys are in shibuya during that time hopefully you're able to go can pre-order all the lovely editions on our site and check out the track listing also. I'm quite excited. I really kind of did like Itoshi Love, as generic as it was back when the release came out, but it was all right. Well, well, and I was like, this group looks familiar. I just looked on my phone. I, I, I grabbed Itoshi Love when it came out. Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> hey, it's all about consistency, my good sir. It's all about consistency. Of the generic idol songs. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say anything because both me and Remford used to be very, very big Wota fans back in the day. Hey, you know, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a special, special. Sorry, there's a special place in every Wota's heart, you know, for uh, this type of song, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like you're yeah, defending let's him. But yeah, moving on. It is a good song, but regardless, moving on up, it is Pella takes us on a magical ride with their brand new preview of their latest album. 
So if you guys don't know, they are a four-member New Age band, and they are going to have a brand new album called Sequential Souls on June 5th. They dropped the trailer for it on their official on Universal's official YouTube channel, and I'll have a CD-only standard edition release. You can check out the track listing on our site, and you can check out also the trailer for it on our site also. If you guys are interested, they also announced that they will be launching a live tour to celebrate the release of the album, simply called Sequential Souls Release Tour, which will run from June 15th to July 12th. You can go check out the lovely, lovely tour schedule on our site as well. I like it. it, it yeah, I liked it a lot. Really, it was like very that. interesting because I never really did listen to them before, but then the teaser kind of drew me in to be like, mm, maybe I'll keep this on my watch just a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm going to pick this up for sure because um, yeah, of, of all the great releases we've had this week, I think this one speaks the most to me. Mm. Um, you know, they have that vibe very much like... Um, um, what's that band that did the 8808? Um, ah, shoot, it escapes me right now. But yeah, they have um, they have a nice sound. So they have a nice sound, and yeah, and that's what's most important too. Yeah, so I do like the fact that they just don't have any Japanese. So when translating this article, it was much much easier time. <laughs> but that's just a little back work there. Oh yeah, su- su- such moves. That's that's what I was thinking of. Right? Oh, such moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who I'm also really into, by the way. But anyway. But yeah, continuing on up, it is the lovely, lovely virtual YouTuber, Azaki? Iziki? <laughs> I have difficulty understanding uh, 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 how to az- pronounce it. Is it Azuki? Azuki? Uh, yeah. They just took wouldn't out all the... Be, wouldn't it just be Azuki? <laughs> yeah, Azuki. Azuki. Azuki? That'd be my guess. Regardless, <laughs> the lovely virtual YouTuber Aski announced that she will be doing a double release for her upcoming two tracks, Fake Fake and Inochi, which are both dropping on April 30th. If you guys don't know, she is a virtual YouTuber a la Bin. What, what's that other famous one? Y- Yoshida Hatsune... Ai. Hatsune oh. Miku? No, no, no. Yeah. This, no uh, that's a Vocaloid. This specific, is specifically, they are like like a YouTuber, but it's all digitalized. Oh, yeah, Kizuna Ai, right? Kizuna Ai, there we go. That's what I was thinking of. It's a la main of the Kizuna Ai stuff where they'll have an interaction with a digital girl and it'll go all straight up on YouTube. It's kind of been the trend for like the last okay. year and a half to two years in Japan. And it's really taking prevalence now. But it's interesting because they got some big names composing these songs. The person that is composing and written Fake 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 is Keita Tanaka of the music production Scrambles. And you and me should be a huge fan of them, Gray, because Scrambles is the music production team that does a lot of the songs for Gang Parade, Bish, and B.I.S. Bish. So they're, they're the main like driving force of the... The production team, so the okay. music computer. Now that you've told writer. me that, this makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I really like Gang Parade a lot. Yes. Yeah, so, so they, the person that wrote it, is also help helped out writing the brand new Parade, the new, their major debut single. So you oh, actually, okay. you actually might like this a lot, Luna. 
I, I, you know, I think I did listen to Fake, Fake, Fake. Or at least a little snippet of it. Or did I? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I might actually like it because I love Gang Prey and I really like some ambitious stuff. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, so it's a more guitar-heavy yeah. rock song. So it's really nice. It's a la Bish and stuff like that where it's a little bit more of the non idle idol songs mm-hmm. not traditional idols idol songs yeah i'm i'm looking forward to this because uh what i've got to hear of fake 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 is i really really like the song so i i can't wait for but this yeah. to come out on the opposite spectrum inochi is a very emotional pop song and it's written by popular vocaloid and idol composer watudu sina and he previously produced Azuki's track Real Melancholy and it's interesting because it's has different around us sounds that kind of pushes of what the song's supposed to be like there's like random noises and the the random yeah. noises like like I think like a trash can hitting or something like that some of that effect yeah yeah it's interesting how they used ambient noise to make a track like that if you guys don't know, Senna is pretty renowned in the Vocaloid community, and he produced Ogura Yui's latest album, the Hop Skip Apple album, I believe that was called, that released like a month and a half ago or two months ago now. Okay. But I'm looking forward to it. You can or pre-order the two tracks on our site and check out the her previously released song Hikata no Machi on our site. So, But yeah, moving on up, it is Ghost Like Girlfriend, who I just love. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he just announced that he'll be having a lovely special guest being used for his first released album. We previously announced that Ken Okabayashi, who who does a solo project called Ghost Like Girlfriend, will be dropping his first full album under Imi Records, and it's elegantly t- called Version. The album is due out on June 19th, and it will include a lot of interesting tracks like Last Haze, which is used for the official PlayStation Instagram mini-drama, which is weird that I just said that sentence, but... <laughs> That's and a thing? Yeah, that's a thing, yeah, because Instagram, oh. that's, how, that's how you get them likes, man. <laughs> I just didn't know that they were doing mini dramas on Instagram now. I mean, you can record up to like three minutes on a regular regular thing. So, oh. Wow, you just blew my brain. <laughs> and it'll include their very his very popular track, Fallen, and I'll have 11 tracks total. Version will release with two editions, a standard and a two-disc limited edition, which the second disc will have remixes of Ghostlight Girlfriends' popular songs done by DJs AMPM, Sasuke, Night Temple, just to name a few. You can pre-order both versions of... Huh, both editions of Version. I should mix that around. On our site, and you can check out also the track listing. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sad that Want Like Lover isn't on here. It's on the remix, and I'm kind of cringy on how to hear what a remix version of Want Like Lover is. So, 
Yeah, you never know. Remixes can be really good or mm. ruin the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird because I, I actually like the original beat of Want Like Lover, that's why, so. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the it's thing, the right? Of... If it's a song, if there's a song that you already really like really like, and they remix it, uh, tends you, it tends not to be the case where you like the remix more, right? Yeah. Oh, well, who knows? Hey, like who knows, you said who knows, with, who knows? Like you said with covers, like, Technically, I really do like Scandal's version of uh, what you call what was that song? Oh, the um, the ah uh, shoot! I know which the one you're kitchen. talking about, but the kitchen song, the kitchen <laughs> yeah. song. Ah, uh, the, the zone. Um, zone, zone song. Yeah, uh, um, Luna, it's a zone's very popular song. Which one? So it's Boku no Tami. Oh, s- secret base. Secret <laughs> base. Secret base. Secret base. Yeah. So I, I really like secret base Scan- as a uh, cover. Yeah, I really I like, like Scandal's version better. of Secret Base. <laughs> I actually like the original better. Sorry. Well, then again, Scandal's version is the only version of that song I know. Oh, you should listen to uh, Pastel Palette's version. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, they did do a cover of that. You're, uh, I, I have heard that too. I will take back my original statement. I have. I think it's one of those songs where, like, you know, anyone can cover it, and you know, it you can't mess it up, right? So, you know, I like the original. Yeah. I like every cover I've heard so far. I mean, not like random YouTube covers, but you know, like the you know any artist that has released a cover that I've heard. Didn't May J do it too? Yeah, yeah, she she did a cover of yeah. Secret Base too, I believe. So, mm-hmm. which was good. It was on her first cover album, I think. Mm-hmm. So. so. But song. yeah, hey Gray, why don't you take up on this next article because it's a a group that you mostly love. Yeah, well, I was originally supposed to do this article due to timing. I I couldn't do it. But yeah, I'm really really excited about this. Uh, so Bridio has dropped their music video for their upcoming song Ote Ageda. I hope I said that right. It's uh it's currently on YouTube. This song is super good. I definitely recommend checking it out. And if you live in the DC area, you will have the very special privilege of getting to see them live at Otacon on July twenty sixth through the twenty eighth. No, it's Otacon. I've always said Otacon. Oh, it's Otacon. <laughs> I know a lot of people. Oh, I know so. it's a play on the Sorry. word Otaku, but Thanks to Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> I was going to say Solid Snake going to be there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably Otakon. Otakon, Otakon, Potato, Potato. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fortunately, fortunately for all our listeners, you know, maybe some of them thought it was one, some thought it was the other. Well, they're both the same thing, and you can go yeah. and listen to them there. <laughs> yes, I, I I was I was telling Ken earlier in the week like I I can't make any promises because July 26th I've got a lot going on at the end of July I may not be able to make it but I'm gonna try to go because I I love Bridio they're like my second or third favorite band and I would be remiss if I didn't take this one opportunity to go see them because they're like a six hour drive away so I can I can manage that yeah that's doable. Yeah, so so I'm gonna try to go, and uh, you know, if I if I get to go, I'll uh, you know, 
Maybe uh, maybe our friend can uh, help me out and get like a backstage pass, meet the band. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, our um, I remember the first time I went for trips for for groups. It was Scandal. I went for Vamps, and then I went for Scandal. I went to the lovely California for those both of those. It was interesting, but that I was went for just... Flow. years oh, ago. For at Flo. ASEN, I went for Flow. Yeah, wow. I get to see well, Flow at Asen. Well, this oh. this would be my first this would be my first concert of a of a Japanese band. So, oh wow, yeah. I, I, I'm like I said, I'd be remiss not to go. You so. gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out logistically <laughs> how I can do this. Six six hours. A, six hours isn't bad. It's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, it's worth it. Oh yeah, I did that for Chicago. Each time I go to Chicago, it's about five. Five and a half to six, depending on how fast I drive. So I usually get there earlier than later. Well, my, I think my bigger concern is not not necessarily like getting up there per se, but having a place to stay. That's where you really start racking up the money. Uh, and so, well, heads up on Otakon, if I'm correct, because I knew someone who lived in Maryland, and they would go from they they would go every year. I think. The concert venue for Otakon is separate from where the convention is held. Okay. Well, yeah, because, well, when when I first got this, when I first read the article and got the news, I was a little confused because traditionally uh, Otakon is held in Maryland. So when I saw it was in D.C. this year, I was a little confused, but so I it, think- it is in D.C. this year. So with Otakon, because they're so big, they've had to separate a lot of things. They're the second biggest one in the country. I thought they were the biggest. No, it's uh, Expo. Anime Expo, yeah. It would be Expo, man. (laughs) Expo's the biggest. I I forget how huge. I forget how huge Anime Expo is. That's in California, right? Yes. Yeah. California. Yeah, but Otakon, from what I know, I'll never make it. My friend stopped going because it was too big, and they might charge separately for the concert because I think they charge for the cosplay contest. I know Expo does, and I heard Otakon did too because they had so many people trying to go that you had to get tickets really early, I think. But this was years ago, and I don't know how they do things now. But before you go, look into like how they structure it just because I know how... Yeah big i've heard it is i'm trying not to scare people i don't want to scare people into not going (laughs) just i just know how big that one is and like i used to go to asun and asun's gotten a lot bigger since i've gone and now they do autograph tickets and everything whereas years ago when i went they never did that so i know otakon was big when i was going to conventions and it was still the second biggest and i know it's grown since then well well otakon's also on my bucket list of things to do so like i i've always wanted to go and i've never had the money or means to go yeah if you can it would if there's a year to go now now is the time because i i I love radio yep and And they always announce the biggest stuff there too the oh and um this single man is going to be crazy so it's a single but it's a it's thir- it's thirteen total tracks. Ten of them are regular or or songs, and then like the last three are the what they call the hidden Afro version. So it's the instrumental versions. So like the first three songs on the single are brand new songs, which I am really excited for. And then um, the fourth through tenth song are all live versions of uh, some of their more popular songs that they've done. Like back to the funk, flyers, funky kitchen, 
and um, uh, Boom Boom Heaven is also another one. So I, I'm really I'm really excited for Otacon. I'm also really excited for this single. Like this is gonna be dope, and I, I cannot wait. This, this is gonna be great. And if you haven't had a chance to check out Ote uh, Geta, it's on YouTube. I can't recommend it enough. Go check it out. And if you are as excited as me for pre-ordering it, you can do so on the site. Yep, yep, yep. So hopefully yeah. you are able to go to Otakan. I, I really want to go to ASEN though. Because it has Best Girl from Bang Dream. Totally. Really? Yeah. Oh, Her okay. voice I actress not, is... I have not kept oh. up with um, Con News, so... So yeah, I guess well, you're in Japan, so it's, it's a little <laughs> harder for you, Redford, to keep up with the con news. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, Aya Suzaki is gonna be for uh, Asen, and I really wanted to go because she voices Marina, Marina. the the best girl for Bang yep. Dream. <laughs> and yeah, if you guys don't familiar. know, Marina is the uh, is the assistant character for the game so she's not any of the girls that sings the songs but she's your yeah. she's the owner of circle which is where you guys perform in the game right and she oh. is not any less important than the other say uh characters in yeah the game, so. <laughs> yeah she's uh she's been in the industry for quite a while she's been in it for uh, since idol masters at least since 2010 because she was in bakuman a while back that and that was the anime version so. Is there another version of Bakuman I don't know? About? There was there was the OVA that led into the. That oh okay. The, that, but I, I was I was like, there's only an anime version. There's not a live action Bakuman, is there? <laughs> like, that's what confused me. I was like, is there a live action Bakuman? Was there That'd a live weird. action Bakuman? Yes, yes, there was. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. I want to say there by, was. Right? Done oh, by Roroni Kenshin himself. <laughs> AKA Deno, if you <laughs> he yeah. was the, oh, the main guy. Yeah, I, I know he's in Dino. Dino is still on my list of things to watch. Oh, just God. as a heads up. Just be careful of that. The time sink for Dino huh, is very immense. Yeah, well, I got to get through Blade. That's the next Common Writer series I got to get through. That's that's mm. the next on the list. So. Mm. Blade is really popular. But yeah, regardless, continuing on up is another piece of your news. So go right ahead. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, and I didn't know, I didn't realize that Doberman Infinity have been around for as long as they have. But Doberman Infinity is celebrating a five-year anniversary this year, which is really cool. And to help celebrate this, they're releasing a compilation album called Five. And well, I called it a compilation album. It's sort of a compilation album, sort of not at the same time. So it's going to get. It's coming out on June 26th. Uh, it does come in uh, two editions, a standard and a CD plus DVD. And the the main CD is going to be 18 tracks long. So, I mean, this is a pretty meaty album. And six of the songs, so one-third of the album total, are going to be brand-new tracks. And five itself is also a song on the, tr- on the album. So... You can pre-order your copy of Five on the site uh, for both the standard and the CD and DVD edition. And you can also check out the track listing for the uh, CD 
And the DVD also has uh, 12, 12 tracks as well, like 12 music videos that you can check out. I'm really excited for this. I'm actually might pick it up because I really, really love their song, You and I. And uh, at first, I was kind of indifferent on Super Bowl, but after I fell in love with You and I, I kind of fell in love with Super Bowl. So I'm... There's, there's a reason why I really like <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the reason why you like Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The, I think the, I'm going to be picking this up too. Man, June's going to kill me. <laughs> so many releases. This adds to it. Yeah, yeah. June 26th, it's, it's coming out. So uh, if you're interested in Doberman Infinity, if you want to get an idea of what their past five years have looked like, I recommend picking this up because it, if you're new to the band, this is a great way to get started because it's going to be their best of hits. And those six new um, songs, uh, six new original tracks are really what got me interested in this, so... But yeah, continuing on, it is Yuma Uchida, who I just love. Well, I love her. I love his sister. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think uh, Kyo, our living mailbox, loves her just as much. I think. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Ooh. Hmm. Okay, okay, what's his sister's name? I gotta look this up. Mayu. <laughs> Mayu. Maya. Yeah, Maya. 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 Maya Uchida. Who you may oh, also by the... be familiar with because, you know, both Yuma and Maya are very prominent seiyus in the industry mm-hmm. right now. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Hakase Hakase, oh baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Gangan EA channel had an update with both her and Ayane Sakura. Oh, okay. So, I gotta Go watch that, that after this. Yeah. But yeah. Uchi- wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yumochida <laughs> will be, well, he will be having a brand new single called Speechless. And he dropped the preview for both that and the B-side SOS on his official YouTube channel. Speechless, which is going to drop fairly soon on May 8th, will serve the ending theme of the current anime Kono Uta Tomare and is Uchida's third single overall. It is a very interesting pop song because it's filmed in both the 8mm camera and HD camera. So the style of filming is very interesting. It gives that indie 5. And SOS is a very ballad R&B style track. You can check out the track listing on our site and pre-order both the standard edition and the limited edition. Which comes with a DVD of the music video and making of Speechless on our site. You can also check out the previews for both songs on our site also. I'm very excited. It's too bad he died in Goblin Slayer. Continuing on up, it's... We... What? W- 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 Amelia? That's what we called it? Remember? Oh, I, yeah, so it's... Uh, it's uh, a- Amity. Amity. Yeah. Amity. I was going to say, it sounded like Amity. Like French. Yeah. Oh, en français. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where it comes from. The, I, Amelie, I the, who the, is the a pronunciation, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Amelie, who is a four-member rock band, dropped a music video for the upcoming single "Nonfiction" on their YouTube channel, dropping on April twenty-fourth. This is the latest release by Amelie since their album "Beautiful Life" back in May of last year, and will be the band's second single overall. What's very interesting is the music video had a bunch of fans that 
you know, were able to be interspersed throughout the music video and gave them a up close and personal experience with the band because they got to see them rock out live, kind of like in the indie days. So giving them a once in a lifetime experience. The single will include three tracks total and have a CD plus DVD standard edition release. And the DVD will include their one-man live event in the very famous Ibisu Liquid Room, which took back in September of last year. They also announced that they will be having a release tour with the single starting from May 25th to July 28th. You can see the full tour on our, on our site, and you can pre-order the single also. I'm looking forward to it. I really did like nonfiction, so mm-hmm. I'm probably going to pick this up. Yeah, it was a great song. And continuing on, I believe it is you, Greg. Yes. So for this next article, we actually have a very special guest on the podcast, besides you, Renford, sorry, <laughs> who is coming on the show specifically to make this stellar announcement. We actually got the singer himself to come on and promote this title. So, Ken, why don't you take it away? Domo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, joking aside, so yeah, Japanese uh, voice actor and singer uh, Kenichiro Ohashi. He he is super well known in Japan as Ken, that hence the joke. And he is in a live action like they're doing a live action production of an anime series that just aired back in January and it's based off of a visual novel that's I think came out in 2015 and the single is called Hitoyo no Aini Kimi Omo and it is due out on July 24th the Live action movie, they still haven't announced the release date, but I imagine it's somewhere around then, if not before, probably a little bit after this comes out. And uh, he's done some new promotional picture work and stuff for this single. And uh, he doesn't really do a whole, whole lot. He he doesn't have too many uh, singing credits like he has a few but it's not his primary focus for his career he's mostly a voice actor and um you can if you are interested in the anime so the anime is called meiji tokyo uh renka and it's kind of like inuyasha the like it's a similar premise but instead of going back to the warring states era a high school girl goes back to the meiji era and encounters magic and um, historical figures. And so if you are interested in the anime, uh, I did leave a little trailer in the article that you can check out if you're interested. And if you are interested in checking out the song, you can pre-order it on the site. And I have the last article of the day, too. And For I releases, think- anyway. Everyone here is excited for this one. So, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, Utada Hikaru uh, is releasing the a Blu-ray version of they they did a recording of her last performance of her big tour last year. So, the tour was called Laughter in the Dark Tour 2018, 
And what really makes this significant is the fact that this is the first concert, this is the first tour she's done in 12 years. So it was really this big moment for her and her career. And they're really wanting to celebrate this. This thing is huge. So this actually went up on CD Japan yesterday. And it is being sold in limited quantity. So if you're interested in picking this up, don't sit on this because they're not selling a lot. And it's to the point where they're limiting it to one per person. So, uh, but the actual contents of the this Blu-ray release is really huge. So it the Blu-ray will be of the tour, of her 20th anniversary tour final showing and on the blu-ray will also be a documentary film called talking about laughter in the dark now with the blu-ray there's also going to be two dvds that that are that are going to come with it that have music videos on them like forevermore anata and uh, hatsukoi and a, a couple of others and there's going to be another documentary that aired on m on and also there's going to be a 60-page photo book and a replica of the backstage pass. And if you order now, they still they still have the straps that you that, that go with the that go with the backstage pass, but that's an external bonus. And they the supply of the strap is different from the supply of the, the Blu-ray release. So just be mindful. Act now so you can get the strap. Because if you wait, you might still be able to get the Blu-ray, but you're not going to be able to get the strap. So uh, you can pre-order on the site. We do have a track listing for the concert that she did. So if you want to see like uh, what song she did for the concert so you know what to be expecting, you can pick those up. And the, the tracks, like this concert looks really good just looking at the track listing. Like um, she did Colors, which is a good song, Soccer Drops, Hikari. Uh, first love is on here. I'm not going to go over the whole list, but you know th- these are just a couple of them. So this is a re- really, really good concert. It looks like it's going to be great. And uh, yeah, you can pre-order on the site. We, there is a little preview of uh, "Play a Love Song," which, as I have stated, is my favorite song that she's done in the past ten years. So I, I am excited for this. I it I will say it's a little bit out of my budget because it's a little bit on the pricey side. But I know Luna, you're looking forward to it. Oh, I'm gonna buy it after I get off after <laughs> after after this. It's going and it's already in my cart. I just have to <laughs> hit purchase. I'm not missing out on this. Yeah, like this looks like a once in a lifetime thing. So act on it while you can because this mm-hmm. thing's gonna be huge, and I don't think it's gonna sit in there long. No, it won't. I'm tempted to do it right now while we're while we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I I just can't, I can't believe it's been 12 years since her last tour. It, it makes me feel kind of old. It, cause like I kind of remember the last tour, but um, anyway, <laughs> uh. I do too. So <laughs> don't feel old. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it, it is hard to believe, but I mean, if you look at her discography, I mean, she did, she was on hiatus for what, eight years, something like that? Yeah, wow. Well, last release yeah. of a Kingdom Hearts game, about eight years. Yeah. 
No, well, no, because the the first pick, the first movie in the Evangelion series came out in what two thousand seven. That was three years after Kingdom Hearts two. See, if you just do the math, her last tour was in two thousand seven. So yeah, around yeah, around the time King, um, Evangelion dropped. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Yeah. Jesus, that, it came up that long ago. Oh we still don't God. have four. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Time flies. Yeah, the first movie came out in two thousand seven. The second one came out in two thousand nine. The third one came out in two thousand twelve. They just started recording the fourth. Yeah, who knows when that's gonna come out? <laughs> Let's just we be were honest. promised it mm-hmm. when I was going to Japan, and that was five years ago. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's it was, a long yeah, way. it was supposed to happen after um, Ano was working on Godzilla, right? And you know that passed yeah. as yeah. well. So um, <laughs> we'll get it someday. How about that? Like I said, they 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 they've actually gone on social media. They've taken pictures of the script. They've shown the voice actors recording. <laughs> it's like we're doing it for real, you guys. Speak. Don't worry, we're doing it. Yeah, investors don't leave. Like, no, we're, we're not, actually working on it. We're not gaslighting you. We're really working <laughs> on it now. Thank God. Bandai, don't worry. Please, don't worry about it. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's... there's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 2007. Yeah, but back have... to Otada. I'm looking forward to it, and it's a little bit pricey on my mind, too, because I am I just found out that I'm going on two trips, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- this, this thing's going to... I mean, to be fair, I think you're getting your money's worth out of it, so it is a little bit on the pricey end, but you're you're getting your money's worth because, yeah. like I said, this is a once in a lifetime thing. It's going to be a collectible. It's going to go up in value more than likely. And her stuff keeps its value. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and like I said, there, you're getting a lot. Like that sixty-page photo book, probably going to have a lot of good stuff in it too. Yeah, and since it's uh, it's limited to one per person, right? So, yeah. in other words, yeah. If you order off CG Japan, if you order off CG Japan, it's just limited to one per person. So, so if you're getting they one don't, off they of don't CG, want you. I see. Yeah, if you're getting it off of CG yeah. Japan, it's the perfect opportunity for both you and your friend to pick up a copy, one each. So you know you can have an agreement. <laughs> one of you can open it, so you can actually enjoy the contents, and the other one can just keep it under wrap. You know, keep it keep it wrapped so it retains its full value. Yeah, I think that sounds like a yeah. Good you could idea. you could uh, you could split it fifty fifty. Yeah, fifty fifty. So like, pay, yeah, and then when the, then if you ever do need the money to sell it, you can <laughs> yeah get half get fifty percent back. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. <laughs> but yeah, continuing on up to our last piece of news here, which is Sandame, J Soul Brothers, from Exile Tribe dropped the latest music video for their song "Raise the Flag." And if you guys don't know, it was technically, I, I don't know what to call it because it was technically the first song on the single, but it's considered the B-side for the single. So, yeah, that this confuses me to no mm-hmm. end, but this, this yeah. music video is dope. Oh, I'll yeah. Tell you that. <laughs> it, it, it was very, very interesting. But yeah, it was used for the B-side single for Yes We Are, which dropped last month and wasn't the music video wasn't unfortunately part of the initial single's release. But yeah, you can check out the music video on our site and it shows all the members dancing 
in a very interesting dance style, which is fairly different from Yes We Are. It's, I, it's for me because I I watched it and I was like, man, this is just cool. Because I was originally just going to put it on and do something else because I was just interested in checking out the song. And once I started watching the music video, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It's really, really cool. I love the dances that they do in it. It's very well coordinated. I like their outfits too. Like they, they look, they look suave. And I mean, I, I think this is like one of those music videos. You just, you gotta watch it. Like, I don't know if I can describe how cool it is. Like this is really, really, really cool music video. You, you got to check it out. But yeah, when I when I first found out about this, I immediately sent it to you, Luna, and you were like fangirling over it. Oh, yeah. It was an amazing I really, really song. liked it. Oh, I agree. I'm really loving everything they've been doing lately, and I want an album really bad now. It's like an yeah, especially, songs they've released. Especially with the, the latest album, which did so well. I got that album, and it was really good from last year's one, but this year's one is looking to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's music corner. And this time it was you, Gray, that took the reins. So go yes. right ahead once again. And of all the things that we've done on the show, I think this is by far my most nervous moment. So, yeah. So I just recently discovered this band and I know... Ken and Luna have mostly used groups that that they're really familiar with. I went with a slightly different approach and went with a group that I wanted to get more familiar with. And that's why I picked the group that I did. So if it seems a little odd, there's a reason to it. So I picked Mad Kid for uh, my very first music corner. And uh, the reason why is um, I really, really like the anime the rising of the shield hero and they do both of the openings to that show and i really 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 liked the opening to to the to the the first opening that they did which is called rise and uh just a little bit about the group so it's a five member group they are a hip hop rap group and they they were actually formed way back in 2014 and they originally went by a different name. They were called the J Boys Five, which is really weird. And literally, like the next month, two months later, they changed their name to Mad Kid, and that is what they've gone by ever since. And the five members that are in the group are not the original mem. Well, most of them are original members. They did have a different leader in their early days, and he left after a little while, and so. Their current leader, his name is Yuta. If you watch the music videos, he's the one with the bright, bright, bright red hair. Can't miss. And then uh, you have Yuki and Lin. Um, both of those, them are bilingual, and they're the rappers of the group. And then you have uh, Kazuki and Shin. And so those 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 two guys are also vocalists along with um, Yuta. So like the, the group consists of three three vocalists and two rappers and um for me personally like i really really like the way yuki and lin rap i really love their style and the way that they rap they do um they they really help produce a lot of the music that the group does 
and uh, Yuta does the choreography for the group. And I really, really like their choreography too. If you watch their music videos, I, I think they have really, really good dance sense. And um, I mean, they're, they're really well-tuned machine. I, I, I wasn't expecting to like these guys as much as I do. And uh, I will say I do favor more of their, their more recent stuff as opposed to their older stuff because their more current stuff really falls more under pop. In my opinion, they kind of moved away from like there's rap in all of their songs. Cause they got two rappers. That's what, that's what they do. But I would say it's moved away from like the hip hop sort of thing. And it's more, way more of a pop song. Like my favorite song they do is a song called puzzle. And that is the poppiest song that they have. So, um, I, I really, really like these guys. Uh, they actually do have a new album coming out, which I discovered in my research for the group. So I wouldn't even know they were having an album coming out if, if I wasn't doing the music corner. And I'll probably pick it up. So um, you can pre-order it. It comes out next week, like the 26th, something like that. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. And I, didn't, I didn't actually put the release date uh in the article, which is my fault, but it does come out this upcoming Wednesday. So the day after the podcast drops, you can go and still pre-order it and it should be out the next day. If you're interested, I'm probably going to pick it up even though puzzle isn't actually on the album, but that's okay. I'm, I still really, really like these guys and, um, I encourage you guys to check them out if you can. Uh, what did you guys think? Because this is where I'm more like the most nervous about. So I actually really liked them, but I liked their more when they did more of the rap, like their hip hop style than their poppy. So my favorite song was actually Rain Rise. I loved Rise. Yeah. That was like my favorite, but I will say this. I thought they some of them were Korean at first because of their dance moves, their looks. And their style. When I heard Rise, I first thought, oh, are they K-pop? And it really reminded me of the older K-pop, because I was into a lot of the boy bands back in the day. And with the colored hair, with the pink and the white, and their dance moves, they're very... If you like K-pop boy bands, you would like them, because they do have that style. And their dance moves are amazing. And they have really, really good voices. I'm surprised they haven't jumped into my radar before. I think they jumped on everybody's radar because if you go and you look at their at the all the YouTube videos that they put out within like the past couple of years, you know they get an average of fifty thousand. Uh, some of them go up to like a hundred thousand. Rise has over six million views. Wow! So this song really, really put them on the map in in a big way, and uh, it it's it's. I, I, I can see why a lot of people think it, like it's their 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 best song. Like I said, I like Puzzle because it's just it's catchier, it's poppier, and I, I can listen to that song on repeat all day. But I, if it wasn't for Rise, I wouldn't have checked them out to begin with. What did you think, Ken? I think that they should have been called K Boys instead of J Boys. <laughs> K Boys. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you know, the the uncanny fashion of what their style and their their genre is is 
fairly fairly k-pop heavy but it's a, a breath of fresh air so to speak that a japanese group decides to do it like this however you know it, it is interesting nonetheless it's the hair that really gets me because i really <laughs> just think that they're they're k-pop people <laughs> that, that style does that not really really help <laughs> yeah their aesthetic is super k-pop so it's not just you so i mean if they want to branch out and do international stuff i mean that will work however immediately i was like are you sure this is a japanese band group mm-hmm. and i was like yes. mm. I thought the same thing. I had to. I had to really double do some double takes, but that's probably why I liked it because I, I do have a little bit of guilty pleasure on the, and it reminded me of older K-pop before they went all lip synky and, you know, more of the, I don't know, more of what they're doing now. Let's put it that way, or not lip synky, but what's it called? Auto tune. Yeah. So that's why I really did like them because it brought back of what I liked about K-pop and. You don't see many Japanese boy bands do that. They have their own unique style. Well, this is very, you know, it stands out. And I'm surprised I didn't hear about them till now. But they seem pretty new, and I, I like them. I kind of want to pick up their first album. The, the So they, they do have... So they did release an album back in 2016. But it's uh, when it was the four of them. Shin hadn't joined the group. Shin joined the group last year. So the first album with the current lineup, all five members, comes out next week. And that's their second album total. Their circus album. And the cover is very K-poppy. If you look at the cover of Circus, it's very K-poppy. Just saying. Sorry, I had to put it out there. Yeah, not, not a bad but, thing. You know, yeah. It is what it, it's It's just an observation, right? Yep. I, I'm kind of excited about this. And I really had a lot of fun listening to all their songs. Uh, Renford, uh, I know you chimed in just a little bit. So, uh, I wasn't a hundred percent certain if you got a chance to list, to check them out. Did you like them? Oh yeah. Yeah. I checked. I, uh, <laughs> was able to listen to them right before the, the podcast, uh, just, um, in all honesty. And yeah, I, um, I actually only listened to rise and I, I, um, I heard of, um, rise rising of the shield hero. So, um, I didn't yeah. realize that they were the ones that made the opening for that. So uh, yeah, yeah, I like well, that song. They, they do both. They do both the episodes. Oh, yeah, both the opening Rise, and the yeah, ending, right? Yeah. Oh, well, they did the... So, the anime... They did the... The anime has two openings. They did the first one and the second opening. Oh, So, oh, the I second see, opening is called Faith. And it, it's a really, really good song, too. I, I actually listened to Faith on my way over from, like... Because I'm staying at my parents, and my parents have cats. I'm super allergic, so I have to stay with my grandmother when I come visit them. And so on my way over here before we started recording, I you know I had the drive and on the way over that's what I was listening to was Faith because I, I really really like that song that's a really good song. So yeah, they're yeah. really polished. Um, I I thought like just based off of um the video I saw for Rise, you know um it I could tell that they have been doing this for a number of years. So um yeah, because yeah both their choreography. And just the way that they all kind of sync up with their vocals, it, it, it it's a really well polished, really uh, you know, fine tuned machine. So, yeah, it's kind of um surprising that they, you know, have been around for a number of years without really breaking out. But I'm just I'm really happy for them now. Yeah, I'm glad you guys liked them because I was nervous. 
Oh yeah, I was like, it, was, man, it was a great I'm pick. Be, I, I was like, man, I'm gonna be the first person to, to have the pick, and like nobody likes them. It's, it's, I get self conscious like that sometimes, but I'm glad you guys really enjoy them. Yeah, like I said, I just I just found out about them like a month ago, month two ago. So they're they're pretty fresh to me too, and like I said, like you know, I'm I'm wanting to use the music corner as this opportunity because you know I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'm really the new guy to a lot of this stuff. You know, I've not really been in the Japanese music scene as long as you guys have. So you know, I've I've always like I'm always looking for an excuse to listen to a new artist and to find new people to listen to. And sometimes you get caught in the rigmarole of life and. You know, I think we all have like a comfort food music that just helps us get through the day. And so, you know, that's what LOL has turned into me, you know, for me. It's like, you know, I listen to them all the time. Like, they, they help me get through life. Song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my comfort is Kodakumi. It's always her. <laughs> mm. So, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, th- these guys are awesome. Check them out. I'm, I know I'm probably going to be picking up Circus. Probably the like I haven't pre-ordered my copy yet, but I'll probably do it once we get off here. So, but yeah, I want to thank you for that. And moving on will be the lovely Oricon now. And this week was very interesting. It was just literally all idols. Mm-hmm. That's not true. There's there's two non-idol mm-hmm. people on on here. Yeah, but idols dominated in general. I feel like it's. This this week had the most idols I've seen on this ranking for a while. Same. I mean, these days, yes. like, the ranking usually has, like, a bunch of idol artists, but this was, like, 80%. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Let's start with number 10, which is Snowflake Remind by Jewel Neg- Negai? Negai? Yeah, let's go with that. And it is a snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Look, I, I don't. I don't know what the second word is. Negay works for me. It's so awkward. It. It almost looks French. I mean, if I'm being honest. Neji. Like neji or neji. That's what it says in the katakana. Well, regardless, jewel neji. With snowflake rum. With Snowflake Remind, and it is a Snowflake Remind because we are in the middle of April, and they decided (laughs) to do a winter song. Well, let's just say I had snow last week, and it was April, and it freaking sleeted at about, what time did I wake up from that hangover? About 6 a.m.? That was Hey, man. Hey, man. The Night King came for all y'all. Yeah, probably because they were partying too hard. But yes, it's sleeted, so I guess I can see where there's some snow in April, but there should not be where I live. Just yeah, saying. There shouldn't be snow. <laughs> no, there, um, there should no there should be zero snow where you live. Yeah. <laughs> but even in Japan, like it made the news last week because there was snow here too, so In I- Iwate? No, not not is here, but uh I, I don't oh. remember exactly where, but I think like in the Tohoku region there was snow as recently as two weeks ago, so Yeah, that's it's strange. <laughs> Global warming. Oh oh, Global yep. woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. What's going up? But, <laughs> yeah. Snowflake remind. It's it was alright. I, I I I it's those kickback and you just leave it on in the background kinda of item music. Yeah, that that's how I felt. It was it was just there. 
It was there. It, yeah. it wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah, good it wasn't either. Bad. It wasn't good. It was nothing special. It was just there. I, I'm gonna surprise everybody here. I I, I kind of liked it. Ha 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 ha. Outside huh. of like the bizarreness of it being a winter song in the middle of April, that, that was like the only jarring thing to me about it. But the song itself, I actually like. I just I couldn't find them on Apple Music. That was my that was my one downfall. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> this it sold a wonderful thirteen thousand five hundred and sixty-four points, and it was all right. I mean, like I said, if this was two months ago, I think it would have been okay to release this, mm-hmm. but not not in April. <laughs> nope. They could have had production issues. Perhaps, just perhaps. Oh, they just want more snow. Yeah, maybe they're just praying yeah. to the snow god. I mean, to okay. be fair, I, I listen to Let It Snow by Color Creation all the time. It's one of my favorite you, songs. Yeah, I was going to say, but you like Color Creation. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. I, I do. I love Color Creation. But, yeah, this song had a really earnest, like, heartwarming vibe, which really suits the snow theme that they were going mm. for. So, you know, for whatever reason, whether it was production issues or, or not, you know, hey, it's still snowing in some places pretty recently. So it works. It works. And that's why it's on the list. Probably, it works. Right? It's not as out of season as we originally Yeah, it's thought. not as out of season as it should be. But. Maybe they're um, wanting to do the Southern Hemisphere release where it's becoming winter right now, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah they could have released yeah. it for Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe oh. they know. Maybe they just love Game oh, of yeah. Thrones. Oh, <laughs> winter yeah. Winter came this past Sunday. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We ain't gonna get on that because otherwise, me and Luna are gonna have a lovely two-hour chat about that death stare that they were given. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, continuing on up to number nine, it is toned by o- Aoi Shota, and he's a another voice actor, also, if I'm remembering correctly, too. Yes, and yeah, and he, this is for the. This is for the opening for the anime Kono Uta uh, Kono Ota Tomare. So we just announced that the ending was being released. Now we have the opening on the chart. So probably Yuma is probably going to make the chart on the lower ends again. Nice. Probably when his um his song comes out. But it was all right. I, I liked it. It's the typical male voice actor release for a pop song. <laughs> Yeah, it had a very yeah. um, you know, uh, uh um brisk, you know, um upbeat um, vibe to it, so it's a nice song. Yeah, so and I, I was always thinking cuz I was watching the music video and I was like is Yuma in one of these songs cuz it's done by King Records and it's the same record company that Yuma and um Maya does also, so And Mizuki Nana. Yeah, and Mizuki Nana. So King King has the monopoly on all the Seiyu stuff Ooh, and all the idol stuff for in general, if I'm remembering correctly. King Atlantis mm. and Flying Dog. <laughs> but yeah, he, Tone he sold a, a oh. oh, go right ahead. Oh no no, he had a high he had a higher voice than I expected, but um. Yeah, oh like yeah, that threw yeah, me I off too. <laughs> yeah, his voice was a little high, but I gotta say this song is. I really, really liked it. It does have a little, like, an anime vibe to it. I mean, it's being used for an anime. I guess it should, but... I, I was... I When I clicked on the song, I don't know what I was expecting, but I got 
something I wasn't expecting, and that's always a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, Tone sold a lovely 14,459 points. And going on to number no, uh, number eight. Oh, God. It is <laughs> Idol, <laughs> Idol Master Shiny Color Fragment Wing Zero One Ambient Eve. Ambitious, ambitious Eve. Amb- ambitious. Ambitious Eve. Once again, I don't know what I just said, but that's I, the part for I the like course. Words, word salad. Word salad. Idol Master. Salad. It was your usual Idol Master, but I liked it because the songs were actually kind of fun. It put me in a cheery mood. You know what's what's really funny is the, the, the main song, Ambitious Eve, was all right up until you got to the chorus, in my opinion. But their B-side song, It's Got Shiny Days, was an amazing song. It's a ballad song, that's why. So if they just sing ballads all day, I wouldn't mind that. Play to your strengths. Play to your strengths. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was done by the Shiny Colors group in Idolmaster. I guess that's like a whole separate section of Idolmaster. Like, I'm, I'm not too familiar with it, but you know how like they have Cinderella Girls and Aquars and all yeah. that lovely stuff. So I think... Yeah, <laughs> the adder generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did that forever, and they were like, "Oh, it's theater." <laughs> Live and learn. But yeah, I I don't even know which which voice actors are doing this one. But... It doesn't say. That's why I'm very curious about which ones are. Because there's, I think for me, if it there are certain voice actor actors and actresses I love, which is what draws me into a lot of these. But yeah, I mean, it it sold usual numbers for Idolmaster. It sold a lovely sixteen thousand two hundred and twenty four copies points there. And going on up, it is number seven with Deluxe by Hashtag. And for the love of God, I could not find this song. No, they no, have no. to no work. They have to work on their SOE very, very much with a band called Hashtag. Yeah, unfortunately, I, like searching for Hashtag was not the easiest thing to do. I, I think <laughs> it's Hashtag Hashtag. Yeah, but unfortunately, I guess Hashtag, like, uh, it's, a, it's a character that kind of gets trumped when you search. So Yeah. Yeah, it's I I I think I know I spent 30, 30 minutes today just trying to find this song. I eventually found it on uh, Spotify, but it wouldn't play. I, I don't know if it's region locked to Japan or whatnot, but I I couldn't get it. Yeah, the best I was but, able to do was find um a thirty second video, I guess like a preview video mm-hmm. on YouTube. But yeah, uh, just based on that, you know, uh, it's it's a nice pop song. It um. I was only able to listen to the chorus. Yeah. Uh, but it's got a very... It's got like a kind of Johnny's vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's funny because they're they're like a bunch of EK Man Pretty Boys, I think, from Nagoya. And that's their whole concept. So they're, they're like... They're the male version of Team Sachi. Hmm. Mm. So... They are a boys' unit, <laughs> whatever that means. But, <laughs> but you know, it's sold amazingly, nonetheless. I think it's their best sold song in a long time, and it sold a wonderful eighteen thousand eight hundred and seventy-one points. 
And going on up to number six is, oh god, it's a Guto Gun by Hinakazaka46. So, the last two weeks, you heard my, my lovely thought of this, and we've heard Luna and Gray's thought of this, but Renford, you know, we, me and you personally have a connection with Akimoto stuff. Yes, yes, we do. We go pretty far back. Yes, we, we <laughs> go pretty far back with that. <laughs> what do you think of Hinata Zaka 46? This is technically their re-debut single. Well, I actually kind of like this song. Like, it, it, it... Thank you! I, I didn't really want to. Like, I, I don't mean that, like, <laughs> I'm not biased against idols or anything Akimoto-related. Like, let me just be clear about that. But, like, you know, I'm at this point, I, I didn't have high expectations, right? So, when I... But, you know, as soon as I clicked play and I heard the kink, 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 you know, like, I was like, oh, it's actually kind of catchy. It's, 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 a, it's a, so it's, it's kind of stuck in my head right now. So, um, yeah. for better no. or for worse, it's, it's a pretty catchy song. It's, you know, Thank you. You know, it's, a, you know it's you. in my mind, mind right now. What? You are what? the chosen one, Anakin. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no, I got Lady Ghost. That's a level of betrayal, head. man. That is a level of betrayal. And it, it doesn't you were help us to find them. Well, because I'm in Japan right now, right? So, um, if, if any, yeah. uh, I guess I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. I just came, I just came to Japan about a month ago, and so um, adapting to things here, going to the supermarket, you know, and hearing the music that they play. I, I've actually heard this song kind of a lot around here, like going uh, yeah, out and stuff yeah, like that. So I, would I, I, maybe the first time I heard it, I, you know, it it sounded kind of like a generic, you know, idol song. But mm. you know, the chorus is very catchy, and it's the you know, it's got a cute dance. It's mm-hmm. it's got a nice vibe to it. You know what I mean? It's 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 very. It's it's very befitting of you know their kind of like <laughs> of their or... of their style. No, yeah, I mean yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's a it's a very good debut, and I want like I said, I want to see what they're gonna do with their next couple songs. Like I said previously, it's a good solid debut, and that stupid Gungu Gungu Dashte is gonna gain my mind for the next <laughs> yeah, like week and like, a half. Not, just just <laughs> embrace it, embrace it. It's it's not gonna. <laughs> that's the only way it, to get it out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, Ripford. I will. I will say, if you liked Kune, check out the whole single because the B songs are really good too. Okay, I'll be sure to do that. Yeah, it's. I kind of oh, yeah. like it. I actually have it playing um, <laughs> in the background right now. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, this is this is a problem. Oh boy! This this is the start. This oh, is no. how how <laughs> this is how you get started. Yeah. Okay. We're we're not we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. This week it sold a lovely 19,531 points. And going on up, it is King and Prince once again with Kimio Materu. And yeah, I wanted to hear your thoughts on this, Luna and Renford. Mostly because, Luna, you weren't able to join us last week about no, it. I, no, I got surprised with a surprise birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's where I was. I had no idea. Until we got to the parking lot and I saw a couple cars and I, I, I thought maybe something was going on. <laughs> but, so I really like Kimio Materu, Materu. I actually really, really liked it. And, and I really want their new album now. I might have to buy it. I think this is one of my favorite songs in the la- out of the last couple singles. Like, I, 
love their first single, but this one is probably my second favorite. Yeah, I feel like of all the songs that King and Prince has done so far, like, this has the most, um, like, sort of Johnny's... I, I, I want to say it kind of reminds me of, like, an Odyssey kind of song. And um, I guess that's kind of fitting with, like, you know, them with their news that they had uh, last year, right? So um, yeah. with King and Prince being, like, uh, you know, the up-and-coming group, it, it, it kind of makes sense for them to go for that kind of thing. But I, 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 yeah. yeah, I liked it a lot. Their vocals are really good live. Yeah, actually, their vocals are good, um, and they're really coordinated too. Like obviously, obviously, they, they don't really do anything super flashy with their dance moves, but uh, yeah, they they've got their act together, really. Mm-hmm. The future is bright with them, and yeah, definitely. I can't wait till the the album also, and I'm probably gonna pick it up. Oh my god, this is how it starts with the Johnny's. <laughs> yeah, this is how it always starts. This how it freaking starts. Yep. I'm I'm honestly looking to pick because I was I'm I'm like Yuna Yuna. Luna. I am I'm kinda like with her. I was kinda on the fence about picking this up. And after I heard Waiting for You, I was like, Oh, that's a no brainer now. So yeah, I'll probably be picking up their album. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely nineteen thousand five hundred and thirty six copies. And going on up, it is number four with Tokimeki <laughs> Sendebu no Victory Story and Aohara Harto Sh- Sh- Shieka. I'm t- Katakana is going to ruin it for me. <laughs> Shaker. 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 Google Shaker. Translate says that second song is Youth Heart Shaker. Yeah, say say no heart no sacred. Well, gotta work on my kanji too. <laughs> but first and foremost, I have to bow out of this song because I cannot look at these girls. I can't. So I didn't know what they looked like until I got to a stoplight. So I was being bad and listened to this in the car. Just saying, uh, or had the music video in the car, and then I get to a stop stoplight and I look and I'm like, holy cow, they're young. Oh my god. Well, I'm just gonna. Uh, Put my, you know, <laughs> put my phone the opposite way so it's not awkward. But I liked the songs, although when I heard Tokimeki, yeah, I saw Tokimeki as the name. First thing I thought is the game Tokimeki Memorial. Just saying. <laughs> the visual novel. So. Wait, wait. <laughs> I, I thought the songs were good, but yes, it's a little awkward because these girls are probably middle school. So I felt even being a girl watching it, I felt a little bit awkward. So. But, so I, I will tell you guys the the story I've, I've already told all all these guys off air. I, when I was doing my Oricon research for the week, I was sitting right beside my mother, uh, and I was like, once once this song came on, I was like, I'm just gonna tab over and just listen to this because there's no way on God's green earth I can watch this with my mother sitting literally right beside of me. So yeah, I was really uncomfortable too, but the song was. I mean, it was okay. I wasn't crazy about it, but I, it's, it's all right. Yeah, I wasn't particularly crazy on it either. I mean, it's a good song. Um, and I, you know, I mean, <laughs> I guess all things aside, you know, given how young the girls are, I thought the video was nice. Um, it at least the version that I saw, right? So there are two versions of the video. Um, I saw the short version, which had 
I guess the story was that they kind of recruited this new girl to be in their group and so it was kind of like the process of her I guess becoming more like an idol and stuff like that so you know it's 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 I can see this being a hit with you know the younger girls right especially in Japan Mm -hmm. right because you know they they all want to you know they all look up to these types of girls in these groups right so yeah, well, it's I imagine those are the the target demographic that the song's shooting for. Yeah, yeah. It's the target demographic and thirty five year old men. Yeah. Hey, we don't talk about that. <laughs> the last time I brought that up, I was told not to talk Ooh. about that. I mean, we ca- we, it's 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 the big elephant in the room, like literally right next to me, <laughs> because I watched the live version of this song and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They have the live version, you know, they're dancing in the stage, and then they mm. p- hand a the camera towards the audience and i'm just like yep i that's what i thought the fans would probably be <laughs> bunch of salary hey, men yeah you know everyone wants to look out for the younger sister you know or the younger sister yeah or, yeah or, or, or my daiji not emoto or, or their um uh you know their daughter you know whatever yeah Hopefully, you're not going to tell you my experience at concert venues yeah we're not going to do that let's just not go into it <laughs> What's what's sad is, you know, like immediately when I when I, you know, I had the same thing as you, Luna. I saw a Tokimeki and I just immediately thought of Tokimeki experience. <laughs> oh, the, mm-hmm. Or the, um, the lovely, the lovely pop and party song. Yeah, pop and party song, right. Mm-hmm. It was all right. The song was all right. I liked. I liked regardless. The yeah, the second the song, the the the, the heart shaker song was yeah, was really yeah. good. That that was better. That was an improvement. And you know, just taking the age out of it, uh, the the question. Well, we shouldn't take the age out of the question, but no, um, just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But taking that out of the equation, there, you know, I see a bright future for these girls. And if they just branch out just a little bit out from what the usual idol stuff is, I think they'll stand out just a little bit more and that's what we can hope yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I mean, well i mean to, to be that young and producing music that hits number four in the oricon that takes a lot of talent not trying to detract from these girls like yeah. they're really really talented and they do have a bright future but yeah it sold a lovely thirty nine thousand one hundred and thirty seven copies and going on up, it is Supermoon by Hiromi Tosaka. If you guys don't know who Hiromi Tosaka is, he is of J Soul Brother fame. He has the other vocals, the main vocals for that group. He's amazing. I freaking love Blue Sapphire. That's all I'm going to say. And I watched another video of his, and I'm like, well, hello there. Where have you been all my life? I, I have a conspiracy theory about him that I'm just going to air right here. I'm convinced that man's a werewolf. One hundred eighty-eight percent. Like so just straight up. Tell, tell me, tell me your conspiracy theory here. That that is my conspiracy just, theory. He well, is a werewolf masquerading as a Japanese pop star. Yeah, because he he's a lot older than I thought he was. How old is he? He's like uh, th- what um thirty. I I don't remember exactly how much. Is but he yeah. in his thirties? He does not look it. Right. Or, no. This is adding wanna... to my conspiracy theory. Wait. I was just going to go on his obsession with the moon. Because he's, 32, he's like 31 currently. or something? Oh, wait, don't quote me yeah, on he's that. 32. Oh, he's my age. He's yeah. my age. <laughs> but he looks like he could so. be like in his early 20s or something, right? Yeah, he does. Hmm. 
And Gray, if you think he looks young for that, you should look at Gactol. Oh, yeah. That guy's a real vampire. That guy's a The reason why I think he's obsessed with... I, the reason why I think he's a werewolf is because he's obsessed with the moon. He had Full Moon come out nine months ago. The The new single here is Super Moon. And in the, the Sapphire song, it, it ends with a pan shot to the moon. Like, the guy is obsessed with the celestial body that <laughs> orbits this this earth and i'm like what is maybe your... he really likes the song amore <laughs> well in full moon his eyes turn brown like he's transforming into a werewolf hey man hey man when the moon hits your eyes man <laughs> they don't glow that gold color I, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> hey i have blue eyes so my eyes would never turn gold it's the curse but yeah you know the reason why this song is super famous not supermoon specifically but the b-side song blue sapphire which is like literally what i think is the it's it's called supermoon but it's just literally the song that has blue sapphire in it and the reason why that is is blue sapphire is going to be the the main theme song for the movie Detective Conan. Yeah. Yep. This year's iteration? Yep. That's the one coming out um, this year. Yeah. For for people who don't know, Detective Conan is a long, long running uh, manga and anime series. And once a year, there's a Detective Conan movie that comes out in theaters. This is an annual thing. Yeah, and I don't know what Detective Conan is. It's Case Closed in the West. Yep, Case Closed. And yeah, so there are so many movies at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of them are good. Some of them are all right. You know, it can be hit or miss. But yeah, this, you know, uh, a very important thing for um, movies in Japan is having a good theme song, right? And this is a great song. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hopefully the movie stands up to it. The um, the best movie that I saw for Detective Conan was him versus Kaido Kid, and the Lupin the Third movie actually was really really Ooh, good. Ooh, I love the Lupin the Third movie with uh, with Conan. Mm, I need to rewatch mm. mine again. Yeah, but that's because I really like Kaito Kid. But oh, you're gonna like this movie I, too, then, because uh, I think he there's a real focus on Kaito Kid in this movie. So. Mm, baby, <laughs> need to get that. But yeah, you know, regardless, Blue Blue Sapphire is an amazing song, and I really want to get this music video or the the song now. So I'll probably buy the single when I go to Japan. Yeah, I re- <clears throat> excuse me. I really, really like the song too. I, Wait, were you turning into a werewolf there, man? <laughs> I, I wish that, that, that would kind of be nice. <laughs> but I, I did like this song. I actually also like Full Moon because when I went to do research for this, I got, I thought, I, I thought Full Moon was the the single, and so I, I wound up watching that, and I couldn't find Super Moon, so I watched Blue Sapphire. But I actually really wound up liking both songs a lot. And the guy's got amazing voice. So I can see why he's the other half of J-Soul Brothers. Like, dude's got packed vocals. Mm-hmm. 
Great voice. It's got, you know, a lot of that, like, uh, hip-hop sort of Latin vibes that are, you know, is common for, like, JSO Brothers and Exile and whatnot. But, it, yeah, it's really catchy. But, yeah. It sold a lovely 49,672 points there. And going on up is Anger Me or Anger Me with their song, Koi, no, Koi wa Acha Acha. And you made me the... Jugonen. So, so, Luna, how'd you feel about this song? Because you were the one covering for it for the most of the part. Okay, so I listened to Koiwa Acha Acha when it came out. I didn't care for it when it came out. I still do not care for Koiwa Acha Acha. I don't know what it is. I'm really hit or miss on Engurumi. I yeah. did like Yumemita... Jugonen. I actually like that because I love the lyrics. And the cool thing about it, you can watch the videos subbed on YouTube if you don't know Japanese. I really, really like the lyrics for that song. And I like that song better than Koiwa Acha Acha. I think that song was a little too, well, how do you say it? Hyper? Up? I don't I know. Mean, if they, it they were doing the semi floss throughout yeah. the song. So. Yeah. I. So I want the the second side of the song. I love way better. I mean, I can see why Japan loves it. It's just Koiwa Chacha isn't my thing. But Yumita Jugonen was really, really good. I will say I did prefer the second song over the first, but the first song is really, really different. This isn't a the average idol song when you think of idol music. No, it, it has a it very really like Middle Eastern, almost Arabian nightish sort of feel to the music. Yeah, like a Bali, <sighs> Bali. Yeah, type yeah, that's a, that's a that's a that's a that's a great way to put it. And I, I don't, it, it's different. I, I, I guess it. I think it's one of those songs where you find it more off-putting the first time you hear it because you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. And I think that might get in the way of you enjoying it. But I, I, it, there's there's some good qualities to it. And, I mean, again, it's a different song. It's a different sound. And you got to give them props. At least they're not churning out the generic of generic idol songs. Oh, yeah. But, their, their songs but the second stick out a little more. The second song is is superior. I love the second mm-hmm. song. The second song is amazing, but the uh, koi no acha acha is pretty pretty good. Or is it aino achi acha? It's koi. Koi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this being, um, you know, Anjurumu. Uh, yeah. Uh, for people who aren't familiar, is a Hello Project group, and I feel like I've heard Hello Project groups kind of do something similar before. Like if I if I recall correctly, there are a few morning mm. Simi songs in the past that kind of had this sort of um, uh, sort of Bali kind of vibe to it. Um, yeah. So it, it it definitely seems like a Tsunku song. I mean, I'm looking at who composed it now, and it's not. But you know, him him being the one in in charge of Hello uh, Project, I'm not surprised that you know they would be the ones to make this kind of a song. It, it's very catchy, you know, <laughs> whether um. You want to like it or not, the whole uh, acha 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 and the mochoto and the, the dance, the half floss. Yeah, I I might I might try to I might be caught doing that half floss uh, if I'm not doing anything else, just subconsciously, you know, standing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, what I mean, that? It, it, yeah, it you know, what, what is that um, Morning Musume song that it's yeah, there fairly... Is, there's definitely at least one or two Morning the, Musume there, songs. That there is like that, I'm like, it's a really popular song by them, and it's like very, very Arabian-inspired. Yep. I can't for the life of me remember which one. Though. I can't either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a big Musume fan, and it, it's been a while. Uh, I know what you're talking about, though. I, I'm not too familiar with their background to help you guys out with your... <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, one the of the, maybe one of our listeners... You're, you're welcome. We'll, we'll know um, the name off the top of their heads, but yeah, I guess that's the best we're going to get for now. Yeah, so... But, you know, it's interesting, to say the least, and, you know, Hello Project, uh, That that's a whole other, other thing mm-hmm. there. So, but you know, it it sold wonderful though. A lovely fifty thousand two hundred and seventy points there. But yeah, going on up, it is HKT forty eight with their song with Ishi. And what's very special about this? It is. This is Sasha Arino's last, last song because, you know, her other song was last song with AKB48, but now this is going to be her last song with HKT48, the so- the the group that she literally made relevant, if we're going to be <laughs> really truthful there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Because, no, no, it's when she had her scandal, like this was years ago, when she had her scandal... She got exiled from AKB to go to HKT. And then she was the reason why HKT got so huge as it did. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's debatable whether or not she's the reason. But regardless, it's no one can argue that she definitely helped to make the group uh, as popular as it is today, right? So, Yeah. I keep forgetting she had that big scandal many years back. I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, all all the scandals that happens for any of the forty eight groups, we we were right there, right, right, Ken. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> we we were we were there. We were in the trenches. I had we to were on the front why. line. We were on the front we, we lines. To... I remember, like it was. I remember it like I remember. I remember. Yeah, no, it like it happened every single time. Oh, so you really like that forty eight group? Well, why did that girl shave her head? Yeah. So same reason that's... Britney Spears did. Leave it alone. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. I totally oh. forgot about that. Oh my god! <laughs> Leave her alone. Well, it's funny. It's alone. funny because she's better now, right? They're all they're all, they're all good now, so it's okay. But they're all <laughs> sa- they're they're all back to sanity. Like people have moments where they just lose their minds. It happens to everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They move past it. Just some people have more public breakdowns than others do. But but yeah, going going back to the song. I, I really like this song. <laughs> I second that. I really, really, I actually loved it. And I loved the video because it was really colorful. Their outfits, their dancing. I thought everything was really, really good. You know, this is a good send off for her compared to. Oh, oh, I, like, I couldn't even tell you the last AKB song. <laughs> I, for, I forgot what it was. Yeah, but... no offense to the AKB oh. fans. I uh, forget the oh. name. Yeah. Um, oh, Lord, what was the name of that song? It was something Days. 
Mimorin days. <laughs> oh. That's better than I could tell you. I have no idea. I don't remember at all. I think it got erased from my memory, but... Well, because uh, Jiwaru days. Liked... Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because we we liked the her solo song. We didn't like we didn't like the AKB song. We didn't like the A side track. Yeah, the we solo song her was solo actually song. much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my in personal opinion, uh, days. Like when the generic pop guy doesn't like it, you got a problem. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like Jawari days. Like golly, man. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's, it's okay. No, this granted, is a much was, better send off. Granted, it was much better than No Way Man because that, that oh, song could just okay, die in okay. a fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one was good and made me, you know, wish that I listened to HKT a little bit more. And you can, you know, even though uh, Sachi Aravino is graduating. The group is still going to be around and, you know, they're still yeah. available to make songs that you can get into. So. They have a yeah. brighter future Very than NGT48. Well, <laughs> you know, they still haven't fixed Sentimental Train. Uh, I'm not surprised. Stupid train ride. But yeah, I mean, Ishii is a great song. I loved it. I, I'll probably pick it up. And that's saying a lot for me, the guy that swore off 48 songs, that saying that I will pick this up. I will probably pick this up. Probably I'll, when I go to uh, the lovely book off and I'll see it for like 50 yen, I'll probably pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's what Japan does. They just they gut these things because they want the stupid photos. And then they, mm -hmm. oh, they yeah. it, it sells for cheap. It sells for like 50 yen or... Like a hundred and it sells for like a dollar. Yep, that's very because they, true. Because they they gut everything out. I miss book off. I just miss. But yeah, you know, I you know, too. Ishii is is amazing, and a good good send off send off for her idol career. And you know, it's. It's interesting what she's going to do now. She still has uh, the Juice Juice project that she's the producer of. So I want to see what her producing chops is more now. And I'm, I'm quite eager to see what's going to happen. But yeah, HKT48, what Ishii sold a lovely 199,551 cabbies. That's per the course, I would assume. Yeah. Wiping out every little thing there. But yeah. Yeah, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you, Renfer, for coming on. And, you know, you you might stick around for the next couple episodes, if I remember correctly. I, I, I should. So there's a lot of stuff going on in my personal life right now. And I have a lot of things I need to get mm. together. But mm. this podcast and discussing Japanese music is the one highlight and the one thing I looked forward to every single week. So I'm going to do my best to be on here. But if you don't hear yeah. me, you know I'm, I am I got my brain wrapped around some other things. Yeah. Or, yeah. or her hands wrapped around a martini. <laughs> her bottle yeah. of beer, her vodka. Yeah. I mean, she but was yeah, celebrating Ripper, wanna, last week. I have to rib her a little I want to thank you for coming on for this week. You know, it, it meant a lot for me to have you on finally. Yeah, no, I've I've been meaning to get onto the show at some point. Uh, it's just, I guess, until now, it's been difficult uh, because of scheduling and everything. 
So yeah, I'm really glad to ha- finally be able to be on the show, and it's really nice to you know finally get to talk with all of you about music. So yeah, uh, I would like to you know be on the show in the future too. Um, the next few weeks, you know, it's, it's going to be Golden Week in Japan, so I I don't think I'll be able to be on. But you know, yeah, mm-hmm. since uh, uh, it it works for me much better now uh, as far as scheduling goes than when I was back at home. Yeah, I would love to be on the show in the future as well. So, we'd love to have you to... again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. That means a lot to me. Yeah. I... Oh, yeah. No, thank you for coming on. It's been a blast talking to you, and it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a great episode. Hmm. I agree. Yeah, I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, this is my first podcast appearance, so uh, I was a little nervous going into it. But yeah, you guys all make it really easy to talk, and yeah, it's been a blast. So thank you. But yeah. Where can we find you lovely people on the internet? Let's start with you, Renford. So you can find me on Twitter at, I believe it's um, Renford D. So R-E-N-T-F-O-R-D-D. So that's at Renford, at Mark on Twitter. And yeah, that's all I have for now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you can find the podcast at ongakudu on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the site at ongakudu.com. You can find me at otyken1. You can find Luna at... You can find me at lunamaria87 on Twitter, or you can follow me on Instagram at nerdycollectorluna. And Gray at... You can find me at ongakugray at twitter.com. And I frequently tweet about things I'm listening to, so... If you're curious what I'm listening to, by all means, follow me. Yeah, you can also follow our two affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Japanese Twitch streamer and are, are pretty much our living U-Haul at this moment. And he does the scary, spooky games. He was doing Silent Hill 2 last night. I popped in just for a bit just to say hello. But you can catch him on twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can follow our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer and singer in his own right, doing an English version of Devil Man Cry Baby's ultimate opening theme song there. And you can follow him at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And don't forget to follow the site at ongakadu.com. And I want to thank you guys and thank our very special guest, Renford, for joining us. And he'll be continuing on for the next couple of weeks, possibly. Who knows? It just depends on schedule. Yes? Yes, yes, yes. And um, you should be, um, you should have your eyes, <laughs> sorry, you should have your eyes peeled for, um, you know, articles from me in the future as well. So. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure we are going to do something special when I go to Japan, when when th- that does happen. So stick tuned for that. Yeah, we have some special treats. Uh, hopefully it all falls into place, but we might have um, some special reports, uh, <laughs> uh, to say the least. Oh, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, but I, I think yeah. it'll be a treat. The most important thing you guys need to know, it's going to be dope, and that's all that matters. Yep, definitely, definitely. It's going to be a blast for the both of us, and hopefully we can share that with all of you. So looking forward to but that. yeah yeah thank you guys very very much for listening to this week's episode of ungaku do you 
I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. Thank you very much for listening to the episode tonight. I hope you all enjoyed it. This is Luna signing off. This is Brentford. Uh, thank you for having me again and uh, have a great day. And this is Gray saying everyone have a great week and we'll see you next week.